The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. We're also brought to you by Bird Dogs Shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Drivers, start your... Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Keeping the high going, that was episode 200. Welcome to episode 201 of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's still Cody Zeeb. I'm still Rod Gomez. We are still here on the other side of 200, looking for 200 more. Uh, Cody, still talking about racing things. This week, though, no NASCAR, so we've got to talk about another, I guess, another series. That's IndyCar, right? They got something going on today. Let's talk about them, shall we? That's right. Sorry to disappoint your daughter. 200 was not the final episode. <laughs> We're back for 201. Uh, yes, the IndyCar Gambling Podcast today. Love it. Finally got some odds out. We talked about that yesterday on the 200th episode. They took their sweet ass time, but we have odds nonetheless. We have bets we can place. I'm excited to talk IndyCar. Again, it's, you know, don't, don't come into this if you're new to this. We're not IndyCar professionals completely, per se. But uh, I've been following it for a while. Rod's uh, Rod's getting there. But uh, hey, we like some IndyCar racing. We like to bet on racing. We've had some success in F1. We've had some success in NASCAR. We've even had a little success in IndyCar before. So uh, yeah, we're here to do it. No NASCAR racing this weekend. So why not talk about IndyCar? Give them the platform. Uh, I'm super excited to watch them uh, take on Road America, a track that we're familiar with as NASCAR betters. Right, the Cup Series has gone there the last couple of years. Xfinity's gone there. Cup Series not going there this year, but the Xfinity Series will be back. Uh, and so, yeah, it is uh, a place we're familiar with watching, and I'm excited to watch uh, these IndyCars. And man, IndyCar has had some freaking good racing this year. Like, that's the thing. So, we love F1, right? And, and we've gotten into F1. We talk about how it's kind of its own discipline, and then the way we approach it when we bet it is. You kind of build your card around expecting Max to win every week because Max wins a lot. That's just how it goes. He dominates it. It's not a bunch of of racing per se. It's almost more of a, a show, right? And and the racing is more mid-pack and stuff. But in NASCAR, we see this a lot. And in IndyCar this year, we've seen it a lot too. Like so much parody. There are five, seven, maybe even 10 guys you could make an argument for that could win this race or have really good races this week. Um, and it's not as as top loaded like F1 is. Uh, and, and so the racing is really good. There's been some great races. 
that Texas race this year, man, I've watched that race multiple times. It was so good. You had every element of racing in it. Great battles. It got to the point where there was three cars they'd lap at one point, like the whole barometer of how a race can go, which has been great. It's been some great racing uh, the last couple of weeks as well. Obviously, we had the Indy 500 a couple of weeks ago. Detroit two weeks ago as well was a good one. Um, and yeah, so I'm excited to uh, to let them have the platform this week. None of the NASCAR series are in action. So it's uh, it's only IndyCar and F1 this week. And I think you touched on it too. We do know Road America. We have seen Road America in NASCAR. So it's not this is not a far stretch to have a NASCAR gambling podcast episode dedicated to a track that NASCAR has been on before so again I'm, I'm pretty excited to be able to talk a little more racing and another road course obviously for these guys because that's what they run i mean not very many ovals in this world uh for them. a couple though which man i almost wish they would have more oval racing they're oval racing and again all of the racing the road course racing has been great lately too but the oval racing has been kicking ass we had a great indy 500 like i mentioned that texas race the iowa speedway doubleheaders coming up soon maybe hoping to make a trip to that. We'll see if things line up perfectly for me. Uh, but man, it, it's been the oval racing has been good. The road course racing has been good. Um, the whole series has just been great this year and it's been super, super exciting. So taking a look back at, uh, this race has actually got, it was actually, uh, suspended for a little while in 2016. They brought this race back. So we're talking modern era Indy car, uh, some of the past winners on this track since they brought it back 2016, Will Power did it 2017, Scott Dixon did it 2018, Joseph Newgarden did it. 2019, Alexander Rossi did it. 2020, Scott Dixon did it again. Uh, in 2020, Felix Rosenquist did it, and then Alex Pelot, and then Joseph Newgarden did it one more time in 2022. So uh, a, a smattering of folks, but a couple of names that I'm sure will pop up on our betting card as well. So, yeah, and Elkhorn, Elk, Elk, Elkhorn, Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, is this track, Road America. And uh, what's cool about this track I don't even got to tell you what it's shaped like because it's shaped like an RA, <laughs> Road America. If you look at it from the sky, it spells a gigantic RA. It's crazy, is it not? Yeah, which is actually pretty sweet that they worked it out that way. Yeah, yeah. It's a very unique track in that, yeah, the, the, the letters, you're racing around the letters R and A. So I can only imagine, again, with the NASCAR guys go through and beating and banging, obviously you don't get that same with IndyCar for sure because you, you touch too much in IndyCar. Now, we've seen them touch a lot, actually, especially in the uh, Indy 500. They were they were rubbing yeah. quite a bit. Uh, there's been quite a bit of rubbing. This is, uh, again, it, you know, F1 obviously is the other open-wheel series, so you kind of talk about them a little, but those guys almost don't ever hardly touch at all. And these IndyCar guys, there's been some, uh, some mix-ups this year, right, where, where guys have touched or or full made the contact and bet some crazy wrecks and stuff too. So these guys aren't scared. They're uh, you, you give them an inch and, and they're going to try and turn it into a mile. So it's uh, it's pretty fun. And this track, as far as the layout is, there's some very long straightaways where you're going to have some, some big speed, a uh, few technical corners too, as well. So kind of a combination of both of them, 4.048 miles in length, a uh, nice long track. That's a 640 acre property that they're on too. It's just, a massive, massive area where this is located up there in Wisconsin. So uh, 
looks like a pretty uh, pretty sweet place that I would like to get to someday. It will be fun. But you know what else will be fun? Betting on this with the help of Edge Boost. This episode is supported by Edge Boost. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge is currently offering up to $2,500 in betting advances. That could be an extremely valuable tool for you. Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll to build that up for the upcoming NASCAR races as well. You can also get down on some of your favorite future bets without tying up your bankroll for months. Yeah, spoiler alert, we got a couple of episodes there that you can go back through and find some futures that you like on Xfinity Cup and Trucks as well. Go double down on a favorite bet that you like or use it to create an awesome or even middle hedge. Edge Boost is not some sleazy loan shark. They charge zero interest. And do you know of a way that you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest? You do now. It's called Edge Boost. Edge Boost can also be a part of a responsible gambling plan as you can set up daily, weekly, or even monthly limits across all of your betting accounts in just one place. Support the SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use problem gambling. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Cody, as we said, it is the uh Sancio Grand Prix at Road America happening again June the 16th through the 18th obviously all of that qualifying and all that other good stuff this race is 55 laps around this 4.014 mile course for a grand total of 220 miles like Cody had said before a very long track not a whole lot of laps around this but you know, there's a lot of opportunity for you to do a lot of racing. Five cautions last year for nine laps altogether. The margin of victory between Joseph Newgarden and Marcus Erickson, 3.3 seconds, 10 lead changes, average speed of 117.174. Uh, the pole speed was 137.779 for a tidy one hour and 53 minute race of last year's one, Road America. 117 average speed. That seems fast for a road course. They're it just, is. These guys are going. And like I said, some long straights here. There's going to be plenty of like overtake opportunities. Uh, so I think that we're in store for a pretty good race. Yeah, I, I definitely am looking forward to this. Obviously, uh, I will watch because, well, I mean, we have stuff on it and there's no NASCAR this week. And so I will watch exactly. this race yeah. all together. Yeah, and it's, uh, let's see, the race time. This is races on USA, by the way. Uh, 1.15 Eastern time. So... Not not too early anywhere, not too late anywhere. Watch this and it'll lead right into the F1 race. Uh, pretty much might overlap just a touch at the end there, but uh, it'll be be perfect to go from one open wheel right to the other and uh, cash and bets in any car to cash and bets in F1. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Um, Well, I tell you what, are, do you want to just go ahead and get to the bets? Let's get to the bets. I think it's a good time Let's to do go. that. Let's go. I think uh, I think it is a good time. I'm going to start off with, uh, the, I like this guy. This is the Kevin Harvick. If you're if you're one of the NASCAR fans, we're gonna try to tie this in a little bit. This is the Kevin Harvick of the IndyCar series, Mister Will Power. I'm gonna take him for a top five at plus one hundred. He's also top three at plus two hundred. I'm considering taking that as well. Um, again, this guy won the championship last year. Only had one win on the entire season, but he just consistencyed his way into the title. That's what he is so good at. Um, he did wreck early in this race last year. They had to do a full wing change that put him behind the eight ball. I think he ended up finishing in like 16th, but he finished third here in 2021. So far this season, he opened up the, the, the season at St. Petersburg with a seventh place finish. Uh, he had a sixth place at Long Beach. 
But then at, at Barber Motorsports, he finished in third. Fell back to 12th at the Indy Road Course, but two weeks ago in Detroit, a nice, solid second-place run. I think that Will Power will get into the top five again this week at plus money. Um, I think that that's a good bet. I agree with you as well. I mean, we see his name up at the top of the list on a lot of charts as well. So uh, at plus money... Former winner here too. I think 2016 is is the year that he won this one. Yeah, when they came when they came back to uh, to this one, that's when he was uh, the winner. So, yep, I love it. I love it. A guy that won here to finish top five at plus money. Yes, please. Uh, all right. Well, I am going to start with my first bet, and it's a head to head. I've got Felix Rosenquist over uh, Mr. Lundgren, Christian Lundgren, and this is really because if you look at the the drivers this season and what they've done. For, uh, for Christian Lungard, he has an average finish of 15.7 so far this season, where Felix Rosenquist has a 13.7. But Felix is coming off of a hot, uh, a hot day at Belle Isle, where he finished in third. Uh, so far in seven starts, he's got a, a podium finish uh, on his, under his belt, but he's got finishes of seventh, ninth, fifth, and third in three of his last four races. Unfortunately, Indy, he fit, he started third. He started in a great position, uh, led 33 laps, and ended up getting wrecked in one of those. Man, I'm telling you, all those gigantic wrecks. He lapped out, or he crashed out on lap 183. So he was in for a really good run uh, that day. Unfortunately, did not finish it. For Christian, uh, finishes of 9th, 19th, 14th, 6th, 4th in the last two races at Indy, 19th and Belle Isle at 16th. Not necessarily on that great of a streak for Christian. Uh, and you're getting this at minus 120 to take the Rosenquist side of it. So uh, I like it. When you look back at what they've done on this track before, uh, Christian's only taken this track once. He finished 10th in his only start on this track. In that same race, Felix finished 6th. So, and he actually led seven laps in this race uh, a couple of years ago. So I like the Rosenquist side of it. Again, he's, he's had a much better run over the last few starts. Uh, here on this track, Rosenquist has won this race, like I talked about before in 2020. And then uh, last season finished sixth after a seventh place start. So uh, I, again, I like, his, I like his odds to do this. Yeah, this is actually a bet that I wrote up in my article this week as well over on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I'm on the same side as you are. Um, all the head-to-heads are pretty tough matchups this week, um, but I do really like this one. Uh, and the biggest thing for me is just Lungard is is uh, inconsistent, right? He, he's got some really good finishes, a fourth place and a sixth place, uh, an Indy Road Course and a Barber, but some finishes of 14th uh, at Long Beach, 16th at the uh, Detroit Grand Prix. Uh, and then, yeah, again, you go back to last year and um, – Rosenquist beat him out by a couple of spots. So I agree with you on this one as well. Next up for me, Rod, I am going to go to another matchup. I'm going to take Marcus Erickson over Kyle Kirkwood plus 120. Originally, so I looked at this matchup and Erickson is plus 120, and then uh, Kirkwood is minus 150 on his side. And I was like, wow. And so originally I was just like, okay, this is just the fact of where the numbers are, right? I wouldn't take Kirkwood at minus 150, and I like Erickson at plus 120. And But then I started digging into it, and I just made even more of a case to myself for Erickson over Kirkwood. Kirkwood is, is the flashy new thing, right? He got his big win at, at Long Beach. He absolutely dominated that race. It was good. 
Um, and Andretti has been really Andretti Autosport has been very good at this track the last couple of seasons. I'm going to make an argument for one of his teammates here in a few. It's not that I think he's going to be bad. I just think that uh, he's been a little bit inconsistent. So uh, obviously Long Beach led fifth three of 85 laps, won the race there, uh, and he was sixth at the last race in Detroit. Other than that, hasn't finished better than 12th at all this season. Um, he finished 20th here last season. He was in a Foyt car at the time. He's obviously over with Andretti Autosport now, but not a great run for him there. You move over to Marcus Erickson. He hasn't finished worse than 10th place all season long. Won the season opener at St. Pete. Um, third place at Long Beach. Um, and then uh, he was ninth at... Uh, or where did he finish ninth at? I can't even read my own handwriting, but that's okay. <laughs> I think that was last week at Detroit, uh, but that was mostly a strategy thing uh, where things just did not quite work out as they had planned. So, again, I was just going to take this because of the price, because you're getting Erickson over Kirkwood at plus 120. But then as I looked into it more, I may I built the case for myself. And a lot, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll look at something and we'll say, okay, we're going to take this. Then we get into the research and it's like, Oh boy, maybe you don't want to take that side of it. But this even uh, reassured me even more as I got into the research. Kirkwood's had his flashes, right? And he's kind of been a name that's been thrown out there like, whoa, look what this guy's doing. But you really dig into it. And outside of those two really good runs, it's not been a super great season for Kirkwood. Whereas Erickson has just been consistent. Again, when it comes to head-to-head matches of matchups, and we talk about this a lot on the NASCAR side of things too, head-to-head matchups... You want to take the guys that can give you those consistent finishes. Yes, there's guys that will have the flashes like the Sheldon Creeds and stuff, but you can't rely on him on a week-to-week basis to get you that nice, solid finish. I think that's the case here in this matchup as well. So give me Marcus Erickson over Kyle Kirkwood, plus 120. Also, one more thing, too. All of these bets were given out are over on Caesars. At the, point, at the time we're recording this late on Thursday night, they're the only book that has odds out. It took them a little while, but shout out to them for getting them out for us. Indeed. Yeah. I, and, uh, you know, like I said, it's just hard to it's hard to, to do things when you don't get odds for it. That's that's the only problem. So come on, books, step it up. That's, uh, that's the one thing that I think has held betting on IndyCar back the most is there's just like it's it's hard. I've, I've been ready to write this article all week. Like I wanted to get out on Tuesday or Wednesday and I'm just waiting for odds and waiting for odds and wait. And it's like give us the odds so we can actually go play some bets here guys like again nascar's off this week there's nothing going on over there give us these indycar odds we want them we want to bet on this but uh, better late than never and here we are here we are also asking bird dogs to hurry up and send stuff to us we need our bird dog shorts they make you look good they sculpt your thighs they make you look slimmer how much more do i need to tell you in order to want to go out and get these they are truly sculpted look for those legs of yours, bird dogs do the exact same thing that Lululemon shorts do, but they fit way better. They fit better than regular shorts, too, that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix the issue of all that un- uncomfortableness by inventing a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches, so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice on movement. Plus, it's getting hotter out there. You're going to run around. You're going to get sweaty. No, you won't. Not in bird dogs. They've got the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that helps you stay cool and dry all day long. 
Rod, how do I get them? Let me tell you. Go to birddogs.com slash pool. Enter promo code pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler with that order of yours. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take off your bird dogs. We promise you. All right, so for my next bet, I am going to go ahead and take one of the favorites to be the top Chevy, and in this case, he's a favorite for a reason, and that, of course, is Joseph Newgarden. He sits with Scott McLaughlin uh, at plus 170 to be the favorite Chevy. Uh, Obviously, you can make a case for either one of these guys, uh, really, because you know both of them have the capability of winning this. Obviously, both have. So you think that that's, that's why they're both sitting at the top Chevys. Pato Award is the next one on this list at plus 340, but it's been a rough couple of weeks for Pato. He's finished 24th and 26th, uh, crashed out of both of the, the last couple races. Obviously, Indy, uh, very well-documented crash on that one after he led 39 laps. He did lead a lap in Blue Isle, uh, or Belle Isle, rather, uh, and, and crashed out of that one as well. So uh, only got 41 of the 100 laps in on that before he crashed out. So a disappointing finish for him. I mean, it's been good for Paddle, right? Second place, second place, and then 17th, fourth, second in any Grand Prix. But, you know, a couple of bad weeks, and and momentum is a lot going on for that one. So, But for Newgarden, like I said, he's won this race before. Uh, I, I have every confidence in him that he can do it again. Um, and so far this season, he's actually been on a pretty decent tear. He's got two wins in the bag. Right, a win at Fort Worth and a bit uh, the big win at uh, Indy, or I'm sorry, yeah, in Indianapolis for New Garden. Tenth last week at uh, Belle Isle, uh, seventh place at Indy Grand Prix, ninth place at Long Beach. So, uh, not bad, not bad days for for Joseph New Garden. And you know, if he can get around this track again very well for himself, I think that he can be the top Chevy out of this. And I think it warrants the plus one seventy that you're laying. I know it's not the sexiest of odds, but you know, even with Will Power there at 380, Alexander Rossi at plus 550, right? Even Felix Rosenquist at 16 to one. I, I like that one too. As a matter of fact, let's uh, let's sprinkle a little on that one. So I'll give that one out as a bonus. Rosenquist is the top Chevy at 16 to one. We'll take that there one too. I, I love it when Rod adds in those bonus bets as as we're going along. Uh, but yeah, I mean, New Garden's tough to to argue against, right? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a case both for and against him as we continue this show. But he's a favorite for a reason. And to be honest, to get one of the favorites to win this race at plus 170 to just be the top Chevy, I don't think that that is a bad bet at all. Next up for me, I'm going to take a page out of Rod's uh, book here and go with the winning car number as even. This is minus 135, but I like the group that this gives me. Gives me the aforementioned Joseph Newgarden, who is co-favorite to win this race. Gives me Felix Rosenquist, who won here in 2020. He won here in 2020, right? Uh, yes, yes, I he did. So. Huh? It gives me Marcus Erickson. Gives me Alex Pillow, who I'm going to touch on again here in a few minutes. Gives me Will Power, who I've already touched on. Gives me Colton Herta, who um, has had a top five in the last two ra- two races here. And it gives me Roman Grosjean, who I'm also going to be talking about again in a few minutes and like a lot this week. So give me the winning car number as even juiced up a little bit minus 135, but I think that it's juiced up for a reason because I think that the even numbered cars are a little more loaded than the odd numbered cars. I love it. And I'm going to tack onto that and I'm going to go the winning car number between 10 and 19 at plus 240 
because I think this is a way to double down on uh, one of the drivers that I think we are going to talk about later on to to win this race. And, of course, that's Alex Palou. And then there's Will Power in there as well, who's got a shot. Uh, I know that uh, Marcus Armstrong, not necessarily one of the favorites to win this, but he's in a Ganassi car. And Ganassi cars have actually been pretty damn good uh, around this track, actually. Uh, they've been some of the major ones to watch on this uh, on this track. So I, I basically think that's a good good way to include that guy in there just in case he does happen to get in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like 10 to 19. I like it at plus 240 because it's actually one of the, the better ranges of, of car numbers for the right price uh, in that area. Because zero to nine was, uh, I think it was negative. I didn't write it down at what it was, but I, I wanted to stay away from that one because it was not priced the way I wanted it to be. Yeah, zero to nine uh, is a is a very loaded uh, car number range. It's minus two ten, so yeah. really hard to bet on that. Obviously, a lot of the big hitters are up there, but just the fact that you get Alex Pillow in this group and then get the insurance of guys like Will Power and, like you said, even the the Armstrong in there gives you some coverage in case things go crazy. Speaking of Alex Pillow, that is my next bet. I'm going to take him over Joseph Newgarden, as we mentioned again. This one also is a little bit on the pricing thing. Uh, again, you have Newgarden is minus 130. Alex Pillow is plus 100. I know that you talked up uh, Newgarden a few minutes ago, um, and I know that he's obviously one of the favorites to win this race. He's done it here before. Actually, I believe he won here last season, um, and he just won the Indy 500 a couple of weeks ago, right? He also won at Texas earlier this season. but Outside of the ovals, it's been a little bit rougher for a new garden this season. A 10th in the last race of Detroit, 7th at the Indy Road Course, 15th at Barber, 9th at Long Beach, 17th at, at St. Pete. So it's been a little bit rough with 7th place being his best road course finish so far this season. Like I said, he won here last year, but in 2021, he was 21st. In 2020, he was in 9th, so not like he's dominated here in the past. Alex Pillow. Pelot is having an amazing season. Um, he is the current points leader. He had an eighth place finish at St. Pete to open the season. His worst finish on the season since then is fifth place. He's won the last two road course races in a row at Detroit and at the Indy Grand Prix. Um, and last year, he got in a very early wreck, hardly completed any laps. So um, I believe he actually finished dead last in that one. But in 2021, he won the race. In 2020, he was in a Dwayne Cone car and still finished in seventh. And Felix Rosenquist won that race in the number 10 Chip Ganassi car. It just happens to be what Alex Pillow runs now. So I like how this number 10 Pillow has done, or the number 10 car in general has done here before, how Pillow has done here before. Pillow is having an amazing season. Like I said, after St. Pete, has not finished worse than fifth place. Talk about the model of consistency. Pillow has been that for New Garden. He's had the highs, right? He finally got that Indy 500. Finally got Roger Penske that win again. That was great. He's got two wins on the season, so it's funny to say maybe he struggled a little bit, but those two wins came on the ovals. Hasn't finished better than seventh, which means that uh, Pillow has beat him in every single race So uh, as far as the road courses go. So give me Pillow over New Garden at plus 100.
I will tack on to that as well. It's funny because, like I said, just like in NASCAR, we don't necessarily uh, we don't see each other's bets before we put them in the dock. So we come up with these kind of separately. Uh, I have got Polo as the winner of Group G. I'm surprised because Polo's not even the favorite to win this group. He is at plus two sixty. The group consists of this is a heavy hitting group. So to take this one. Feels yeah. like a yeah. This is a heavy hitting group. It's got New Garden. It's got McLaughlin. It's got Award in it. But you just talked about Polo and how great of a season he's having altogether. Listen, his average finish this year three point nine. Very difficult to beat somebody who is consistently a a fourth place driver in this. Obviously, you said two wins in his last three races. Uh, has not finished worse than eighth. This season, that was the first race of the season, so you definitely can't count that out. Uh, for McLaughlin, his his uh, average finish this year is 9.6, and in fact, he's only had three top 10 finishes at all this season. He won in Birmingham, which was fine, uh, finished 10th at Long Beach, 6th at Fort Worth, uh, and then 7th at Belle Isle. So four top 10 finishes. Sorry, my math is terrible. Uh, but even still, you know, it, not as good as... Paulo, obviously. And then for Newgarden, his average finish is 8.6. He does have two wins, but he's also got three finishes of 10th uh, of or worse. So 17th place finish at St. Petersburg, 15th at Birmingham, 10th at Belle Isle. And then for Pato Award, we just talked about it, a couple of bad races in a row for him, 24th and 26th. Difficult to try to rebound after something like that when you've crashed out a couple of times. Uh, momentum is real and, and these drivers feel it, especially in IndyCar and a big, long, uh, gigantic track like this. I, I just think Polo is, is the guy to watch. And the fact that he's not the favorite in this group, that's why you got to snag that because I think that's, that was mispriced. Yeah, I agree. It is a, it is a heavy hitting group. So does give you a little bit of pause there, but man, the way that Polo has been going this season, we're all aboard the Polo train this week. Uh, he, he's probably going to make or break most of our week, but uh, that's not a bad boat to be in because he has been on it lately. He's been consistent this year. Uh, and so, yeah, no argument from me there. Um, I'm a little sad we didn't find a way to work in a Scotty Mac bet here, but uh, just nothing nothing that's coming up the right way to be able to bet on him this week, uh, in my opinion, especially with him being a co-favorite at only plus 450. Sucks, but that's uh, how it goes. So, But I, I do like uh, Polo in this group. Again, he's he's top of the top right now, literally and figuratively, if you look at the point standings. Indeed. Uh, all right. Well, we'll set up some winners for you in just a second, but I want to introduce you to one of my favorite shows on the SGPN, shall we? Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J. Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Somebody has to win this race, Cody, and I think we've got a pretty good lock on who's going to do it. Just so you know, you have my guy, so uh, I, I had to really go fishing for one later, but... 
I just want so you I to think know that. that. Uh, I think that that means our edge boost double down play of the day, Rod. Yes. Alex Pillow. And actually, as we've been talking, I was looking around. Superbook has added some odds. So oh, good. Uh, good for them. And uh, Barstool has also dropped some odds. So shop around. You might be able to find some of these things at better prices. I did find some better prices on the winners. I had Pillow written down here at plus 550 over on Caesars. But our friends over on Superbook have them at plus 650 which is the steal of the weekend, quite possibly. We both just talked up Alex Pillow. We're both on Alex Pillow to win this. He is the consensus show pick. Go bet Alex Pillow to win. Plus 650, you're getting a hell of a deal. The guy's won the last two road courses in a row. Hasn't finished worse than, what did I say, eight this season? And he's not even the favorite. He's the third favorite on the board. You're getting him at plus 650. For your NASCAR analogy, that's like getting Kyle Larson is not the favorite, basically. Like, what are we doing here? I don't understand. I don't get it. Go bet Alex below. Just in case he doesn't win, we'll we'll give you a longer shots. I didn't go that far down on the board just because I, I've I've turned into such a Roman Grosjean fan, and I don't know why exactly, but I love this dude. I love to bet on this dude, and he's got five career second place finishes. He's been so close. Opened up the season um, at St. Pete. He led 90, did he lead 90 laps? Did I write that down right? He led 90 laps. Oh, no, he's got 90 laps led this season. But at St. Pete, he was leading. Um, if you remember, I think it was, I can't. I think it was Scotty Mack came off pit road. He was leading. Anyways, they bumped, like we talked about earlier, and sent each other into the barrier, going for the lead, ruined both of their days. Was very sad. Took second place at Long Beach to his teammate Kyle Kirkwood as, as Kirkwood got his first uh, career win there. Then he led 57 of 90 laps at Barber. Pit strategy cost him. They went with the three stops. Probably should have went with the two-stop thing. Had to settle for second to Scotty Mack in that one. Like I said, five career second-place finishes. Andretti Autosport has been very good here as well. Go back to last season. They finished third, fourth, and fifth, with Grosjean being the fourth-place finisher in 2021. Colton Herta finished second. Alexander Rossi was with the team that year and finished in seventh. Um, and Andretti Autosport has been very good this season. Uh, like I just mentioned, Grosjean has had chances to win races, and he's been good. We've seen Kyle Kirkwood get his win, um, and Herta's had some good runs as well. So they've been performing. I think that Grosjean might be able to get it done. If something goes wrong with Alex Pillow where he doesn't quite pull it off, I think at 11-1, to 1, Roman Grosjean might be a winning pick this week. And I just don't want to miss out on him when he finally wins because I want to celebrate that win. Uh, I love it. Well, I dipped pretty far down into the uh, long shot pool. I mean, maybe not too far down, I guess. But, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, thanks. You updated this for me. 40-1. to 1. I did. I thought, yes, as we, <laughs> I was shopping. It was 30-1 to 1 on Caesars. But, uh, again, Superbook with some some great pricing. I love it. 40 to 1 for Felix Rosenquist to win this race. That's sweet, man. He uh he when he finishes, he finishes well. Unfortunately, like we said, he finished uh he he crashed out of three races or at least was retired in three races this season. But when he's finished, he's finished seventh, ninth, fifth, and third last week at that third place finish. Uh I, I gotta tell you, you know, that 33 the 33 laps that he led at Indy were very impressive and i you know i think a lot of people were impressed by that as well he's won on this track before 
And that's kind of where I thought I was looking down the list of past winners and I thought, how can a past winner, not even three years removed, two years, really. I mean, if you think about it, because this is 2023, he won in 2020. The dude just barely won a race here a couple of years ago and he's at 40 to one. I felt like that was kind of a pretty big misprice considering the fact that uh, in, in his three races, he's finished in the top six even uh, three times. And one time he finished 18th, unfortunately. But, you know, with that win and two sixth-place finishes, he runs around the front on this track. He's been running around the front in this season. So at 40-1, to one, that's just a crazy price for a guy that is going to be probably a top-five car most of the day, if not even more than that. So, uh, yeah, give me if he can sniff the front of the pack all day long, who knows what can happen? Who knows what could put him in the, in the lead? And, uh, and he hasn't led very many laps here. He led eight and seven. Uh, so the, the, the year that he won, he only led eight laps, which means he, probably, he took advantage of some stuff. So uh, uh, it doesn't have to be that he comes out and leads all 55 laps. He can come out and just be at the right place at the right time at the end and, uh, and, and win that race. Yeah, I like it. And again, we talked about him earlier. He's got some good finishes here. Obviously, his win was in a Chip Ganassi car. We get he's not at Chip Ganassi anymore, but... Errol McLaren has been a solid team as well. You've seen what Paddle Awards been able to do in that equipment. I think he could get it done at 40 to 1, especially worth a little sprinkle. Maybe things get crazy. Maybe some crazy shit happens. We've seen it before. Long shots can win races, and uh, I think it could happen. So I feel like that's a pretty good card we've built. And uh, I feel like we're ready to go win some, some IndyCar money this weekend. And, uh, Get ready to load back up on NASCAR next week in Nashville. I concur. Well, get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over those bets that we gave you for this uh, this Sancio uh, Grand Prix at Road America. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, and everybody's going to come at us. Rod, you butcher the English language, and you yell at us. We hate you. That's fine. Hey, if the bet's cash, the bet's cash. We don't care what it sounds like. I'm just saying, right? Uh, all right. Cody gave you willpower as a top five car uh, at plus 100. Tacked on top three at plus 200. I gave you Felix Rosenquist over Christian Lungard at minus 120. Cody gave you Marcus Erickson over Kirkwood at plus 120. I said that uh, New Garden would be the top Chevy at plus 170 and also tossed in uh, a Felix Rehnquist at 16 to 1. I, I do like the 16 to 1 angle of that one. Cody gave you the winning car as even. I can pronounce that at minus 135. I gave you the winning car uh, number between 10 and 19 at plus 240. Uh, Cody gave you Alex Pillow over Joseph New Garden at plus 100. I said Pillow was going to win Group G. I mean, we're pretty much going all in on Pillow this week, but for good reason. Uh, at plus 260 over New Garden, McLaughlin, and O'Ward. And then Cody gave you Pillow to win at plus 650. That's our that's our double down edge boost, double down to the play play of the day over on Superbook. Uh, and then tossed in Grosjean at 11 to 1. And then I gave you Rosenquest at 40 to 1 over on Superbook. So... Fun times to be had to watch uh, as you're waiting for NASCAR to come back. Uh, if you guys like these extra episodes, let us know. I mean, we will. I mean, why still do them? No one can really. I don't really care. We'll probably still do them, <laughs> only because it gives me an opportunity to have something to cheer for in Indy too. Because obviously, Indy's not my first sport. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you like them, tell us. If if you don't, tell us, and we'll still do them. But you can just not like yeah. them and not listen. We do like the feedback. It's always great. There's not a ton of, of IndyCar gambling content out there. The books don't help, I don't think, because 
they they wait so late in the week to to get it out the odds out there. I don't think IndyCar is super tied in with having partner books like NASCAR does yet. But just like NASCAR, we've seen how much the betting space has grown. Same thing with F1 continues to grow. We're here for that growth. I really enjoy betting on IndyCar. I enjoy watching the races. Going to keep doing it. So, uh, yeah, let us know if you like it. If you don't, go back and listen to the other shows we had earlier this week. There, Those are there for you for your NASCAR coverage. Indeed. So, uh, all right. Well, Cody, that'll do it for the week. Thankfully, we were able to get sort of a bonus episode in and, and yeah. come down off of 200 and, and give you a nice little 201 to uh, to wrap up the week. So, appreciate the just everything we we've done and do for for everything and yeah i'm getting awkward you could tell it's the end of the week <laughs> rod, rod feels like he's trying to come out of the youtube ad read but uh no it's great yeah super excited again this should be a good race no nascar this weekend that doesn't mean you don't have something to watch don't have something to bet on go place these any car bets push all those chips on an alex below use that edge boost double down on him and uh, yeah, let's go IndyCar race and let's win some money. Let's do it. All right, Cody, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Z. Got a ton of stuff out for sportsgamblingpodcast.com right now. NFL head coach of the year honors uh, award article, odds, picks, bets, all that fun. I don't know what I was trying to say there. But <laughs> <laughs> again, it is Friday, so here we are. But uh, <laughs> go check out that article. There's an IndyCar article. There's an F1 article. The F1 Gambling Podcast is out there. We got NASCAR Gambling Podcast shows for you all week. Looking at the futures. Go check it all out. I'm going to go have some drinks and enjoy my weekend. <laughs> if you've made it this far, we love you. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on. Whether it's here, whether it's in between media and the back road, I'll be back with them again this week. Go check out my latest article, For Frequency's Sake. It's all there on the link on my Twitter. Uh, I got some extra F1 coverage for you. A couple more bets for you to lay down on your F1 Canadian Grand Prix weekend. So, uh, yeah, enjoy the Canadian Grand Prix. Enjoy Road America for Indy. We'll be back next week with Nashville to break down in NASCAR, and we'll be looking forward to that as well. So until then, everyone, happy Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>